Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. It's a device that's new to me called Hum that allows you to monitor your kids when they start driving. It was on commercials all over TV and got the entire room around Thanksgiving. We were watching this, talking about whether or not it's a good idea or not. Chelsea, Wilcox both seem to think this is a great idea. It allows you to hover over your kids for the rest of their lives and always be there. That's not what we said. Oh. And by the way, Wes, he just said both wrong. So okay. it didn't last forever. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> I have a tendency to think that uh, it's a huge invasion of privacy. Let's uh, talk to Justin, who's on Line 5. Justin, you're on with Woody and Wilcox. What's up, man? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing awesome. What's your, what are your thoughts? Uh, Justin, uh, Cool Beans has said, are you in law enforcement? Yeah, I am. I'm a patrol deputy for a sheriff's office. Okay. Um, and Here's where I'm at, man. I, I can see both sides. You got a kid, you know, and, and there's this line where, you know, you don't want to go ripping through their drawers all the time because that's just going to push them away. And I see what you're saying about I'm totally not for helicopter parenting. I'm totally not for being all over them. But 99.9% of the time when I pull a kid over, the first thing I ask them as soon as I figure out if they're a kid is to see their insurance. I want to know who's paying for that car to that end. Your parents are going to pay for it. If you're doing 75, 80, 85 miles an hour, I'm calling mom and dad. You know, so there's the financial aspect of, of being able to watch your kids and not have to pay a large fine, an increase in insurance. The flip side of that is I've seen car accidents with teenagers, with kids, and it could have been prevented. Mom and dad could have called and said, hey, slow down. What are you doing? Why are you driving so fast? Or the kid knows they're being monitored, but... You know, the be-all, end-all is is if I'm ultimately responsible financially or otherwise for the action that you're taking and I could have prevented it, you know, you you can't plan for all things that your kids are going to do stupid. I was a world-class moron when I was a kid. And you became a cop. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, you know, and and because I was such an idiot, you know, I feel like that gives me an interesting perspective as opposed to, you know, just – taking action that's going to cost mom and dad you know you can use a little bit more common sense and say hey do the things that make sense you plan for the things that you can prevent and the things that you can't you address when it's caught you're right you know your job is to try to get away with things but my job is you know like chelsea said ultimately sometimes i got to protect you against yourself in spite of yourself because you don't even begin to understand the consequences of the decisions you're making. Mm-hmm. You don't understand what a car accident at 100 miles an hour looks like. And you cartwheel a car at 90 miles an hour, there's nothing left of it, including you. you know, mm-hmm. And if that could be prevented by me telling you, hey, if you go over 70 miles an hour, you know, you're bringing the car home. And if you don't, I'm going to find somebody to come and get you and come and get the car. So I can see both sides. I can see that you want to give them a little bit of rope. You want to give them some freedom, but at the same time, you know, I'm ultimately responsible financially and for your safety. And if I could prevent it and I didn't, 
you know, how horrible would I feel if I'd have known that was available and thought that was a good option and watched you get hurt because of it. You know, I'm the one that's going to sit. I watched my mom sit with my brother in a, in a hospital room for six months Mm. and all he had to do was wear a helmet and it's preventable. Mm. This is something that's preventable and you you could use it. You know, if you feel like it's an invasion of privacy, you got to make that decision. But are you comfortable sitting next to your child for six months in a hospital room after having not made that decision? Because you know, that, you didn't invade really, their privacy. That's a a really I'm actually point. not comfortable sitting this close to Wilcox. Can you come arrest him, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got some trumped-up charges right. I can throw his way. Well said, Justin. Yeah, Justin, you actually sound like a very smart individual. Yeah. We uh, really appreciate the call, man. Remember when you used to be cool, Justin? <laughs> Stop it, <Woody. laughs> No, I don't. I actually didn't. I never remember that, and I appreciate the fact that I can pull the wool over your eyes and and you guys think I'm smart. <laughs> I'm well, you played it off job. well. Yeah, you're getting I'm good at it. good at my job, if, if that's the case. Obviously. Thank you, man. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a good one. It's interesting. He's mm-hmm. uh, part of a trend. I've seen it on social media, and I see other people calling in. Everybody who either has worked for a organization that has to respond to accidents mm-hmm. or is EMS. in this police world is so far for this on Team Chelsea, if you will. Like Anthony, who says, I work 12 years of EMS. I've seen several kids killed by speeding, and I agree uh, with what they're doing with this hum thing 100%. It saves one life. It's uh, it's worth mm-hmm. it. I think Andrew has uh, some insight for us. Andrew, you're on with Woody Wilcox. What's up, man? So before that start, I just want to go ahead and open up. I do say bull. So <laughs> you, you say it correctly, Andrew. Good job. <laughs> okay, so that's out of the way. Nope. Um, yeah, so I'm actually I'm a developer for uh, a software company who kind of makes these solutions, these tracking solutions. Um, I was just in San Francisco for a conference on a uh, uh, mobile entity tracking and, and localization. So it's um, it's a really big thing. And uh, Woody, it probably is happening to you right now, um, based on what apps you have on your phone. A lot of them have the background ability. Does it so work with the Pornhub see- app? <laughs> yes, of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're caught then. Woody. <laughs> yeah, I am red-handed. <laughs> oh, yuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, a lot of these features that are, are going to hum, it's more of an explicit way to go through your car um, because a lot of information is already existing. Um, I know telecom companies collect basically all this information. But a lot of this, if you um, work for a company and request the data and say, hey, I want to see where everyone's trials moving, you can right. get this data, although it's uh, kind of modified. Um, so people aren't at risk. That's amazing. So we are, basically, this is just a more overt way to notify people that we're all being tracked. These are just plugging us into Skynet, really. Right. We're all about to die. Get yeah, the Saracana. <laughs> I think it's, it's, I'm okay with it since it kind of makes us business and stuff, but I, I can definitely see why people be turned off to it. So you see both sides? <laughs> I do see I, I do see both sides. <laughs> now, Andrew, where are you from originally? I am from uh, Long Island. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know why, because uh, Woody, you're from, what, California? Woody, yeah, Woody's from the L.A. area. I just thought maybe oh, the there both. was going to be a geographic thing with the uh, both, but no, yeah, Long Island wouldn't have been what I would have You know guessed. what it is? It's a coolness factor. Is that, is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> the cooler you yeah. are, the more likely you are to say both. Did it start when and, you started listening to the show? No, the thing is, I only noticed it when I started listening to it, so it's entirely possible that um, I've got the, the Woody and Wilcox bump in my lexicon, so I'm worried about that. <laughs> you got the bump in your mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy. 
This is insanity. The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Lots of commentary, by the way, on the hum and other devices that are like it mm-hmm. on uh, social media. Thanks to everybody for sharing those. We can get to some of those coming up here in a second. Although I thought it was important to uh, <clears throat> mention that uh, I think I have your new uh, your Christmas gift for this year. Not I know we don't onesie. usually do a you know well, a, a yeah, we huge don't... gift exchange on the show, but we occasionally, when we run run across something, have been known to. You know, give one other one another prizes for uh, for Christmas. I have never given you anything. Is that right? <laughs> is really? Is, is that correct? I guess I'm the only one who's given you something. That's How's correct. that possible? Yeah. Well, that's the way it rolls in my life. <laughs> wow. Actually, um, that's not true. I had uh, one of his man crushes call him on his birthday one that time. Was like seven years ago. He's due for coming something up else. on eight. Yeah. Yeah. In a couple of weeks, it will have been eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, he had, but it was big. He had Guy Fieri call me on my birthday, <laughs> and that was uh, that was actually awesome. I don't know where that audio is. We ought to, you know, <laughs> nobody ought to play that every, you know, few days oh. or so. <laughs> oh no, please don't. Or at least oh, on my birthday every year. <clears throat> yeah, it's good stuff. No, I was referencing, and I wish I could give credit to whoever sent this in, but I can't remember who it was who pointed out that, and it reminded me there at the end of the replay bit from yesterday. When you go to UrbanDictionary.com, guess what word is dis- is defined on Urban Dictionary? Uh, Woody. Uh. Both. <laughs> it's actually a defined word on Urban Dictionary. You're speaking of the word B-O-L-T-H, both? Right, the way you say the word both incorrectly. I think both are correct. I think you're wrong about that. And it's not brand new. I saw this and I thought, oh boy, some uh, diligent Woody and Wilcox mm-hmm. listener has gone online and defined both. But it looks like it was originally defined in October of 2010. So it's been out wow. there for, uh, you know, we're on the six year anniversary plus of that. Uh, it's a pretty simple definition uh, it's the way an a hole says both. <laughs> Quick and to the point. Are you sure it's not a Woody and Wilcox listener? I could have been. Well, I'm not positive, I, mean, I guess, but it's not new is my point. Mm-hmm. We've only really been hammering you for this for the last month or two or so. Uh, the reason why I say Christmas present because you know when you go to Urban Dictionary, any word that you find, they can uh, put it on a, uh, a coffee mug for you. <laughs> so you could have a mug. That has the word both on it and then the definition underneath it. I think that's great. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. So, mm, I think you got uh, you got a little something to look forward to. I feel like I may be getting sick. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I've sure been what's happening. Really? For days. Uh, well, it's only within the last, I feel like, just since Thanksgiving that all of a sudden there's, you know, you can kind of hear it. And I can't get through several sentences without... I've been asking you if you'd like medicine. I don't know. I mean, it's one of these things. What can you do for it? We've only got four more weeks until vacation, so hold on. (laughs) What can you do for it? I don't know. I've never been somebody who thought, well, I mean, it's a cold or whatever. Is there, can I, what can I do? Drink a lot of water and get a lot of vitamin C. 
Yeah, I think the punching in the face works. Okay, well, you said there was a medicine, and now you're telling me to drink water. Well, do you want to? I'm, well, I'm not trying to cure it. I'm trying to relieve your symptoms so you can get through the day a little bit better. Uh, but see. now I take it back. I want you to suffer. <laughs> wow, that escalated quickly. Well, actually, that was your fault. Yes. <clears throat> Thank All right. You. Well, uh, I will say this, and I while that's not helpful advice, I do have some helpful advice for you. Obviously, at no time of the year should you be somebody out there drinking and driving. We know this, but holidays, unfortunately, tend to be a time where that sort of thing escalates. There is now something happening as an extra added deterrent to people drinking and getting behind the wheel of a car. And I'd like to celebrate the people who have decided to make it even tougher on those who are going about that uh, the wrong way. And I'll share that with you so that you can, A, uh, try even harder to avoid that scenario, and uh, B, it's something I've never heard of before. Hmm. Uh, we'll get to that as part of the chat. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we'll do that next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now it's time for the Shat Report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh... Yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show. So, who can tell me what this is? LaFonda is the best thing that has ever happened to me. I'm 100% positive that she's my soulmate. Napoleon, I'm sure there's a baby out there for you, too. Peace out. That's Kip. LaFonda is... I'm sorry? What's That's that? Kip. Kip? Yes. Napoleon give you Dynamite. Well done, Chelsea. What are you doing here, Uncle Rico? Grandma took a little spill of the sand dunes today. Broke her cockix. When did that movie come out? Anybody tell me how many years it's been since Napoleon Dynamite was on the big screen? Fourteen. Fourteen years is uh, not correct. Sixteen? Sixteen. I would have gone that direction, too. I would. Uh, for some reason, if you'd have just... Justin, I didn't think about it at all. I would have said 20 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. 12 years ago mm. is when Napoleon Dynamite came out, and they are finally back at it. Napoleon Dynamite 2? Not exactly, although I'm glad you mentioned a sequel. I do want to share some information there about a different movie. No? Whoa. Are those cheesy tots? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Can I have one? Sure. Damn, those are good. You gonna finish your drink? The folks at Burger King have decided to bring back the cast of Napoleon Dynamite to promote their cheesy tots. In a new commercial, and that was John Hader, Napoleon, mm -hmm. and Efren Ramirez together sitting at a table at a Burger King restaurant eating tots. Who's with me? Is it the same as a Napoleon Dynamite sequel? 
I'm going to give it a not quite. <laughs> well, what, but it is a, a tip of the cap moment to our friends at Burger King, who at least have moved away from the frighteningly scary uh, king and yeah. have gone in a different direction. I, I will give you that. But when you say they're bringing the cast back together, is Tina the llama going to be in any right. of those? Tina, you fat lard. Eat your ham burger. <laughs> No, and there was no Uncle Rico, nor was a Grandma taking a little spill on her cockix. Lovely if it was like a whole series. You could see everybody. And it may be. These guys were like full-grown adults when they played high school students. So, I mean, they're like approaching AARP now, right? Does it still work? Are they in character? I think it was 12 years ago, as we just mentioned. I don't think they're in their (laughs) 60s. I was exaggerating a little bit, but you get my point. I'm not sure what your point was. Are they can old? they pull it off? Can they pull it off? Can they the pull off now? eating at Burger King? I think they can. <laughs> For a second, I wouldn't have recognized Hater, to be honest with oh, you. Really? They're not doing his hair the way it was, right. so it's he him as like a that. normal guy. Okay. You can obviously tell when you hear the voice, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I would have figured it out pretty quickly, but it's not an identical ripoff. So, yes, it would have been like, oh, those g- I know those. Oh, that's who those guys okay. are. Mm. But you weren't like, oh, my God, they're at a nursing home. What's happened there? <laughs> it's not quite that uh, well, stark a difference. Well, well, maybe another 12 years. But we've said it before, and you're probably not going to hear this anywhere else. Please don't drink and drive. And we know that the holidays are one of those times of the year, sadly, where it seems to get even worse. Uh, another tip of the cap to a, a police force uh, here in North America, not in the United States, but in the fine country of Canada, where they've come up with a new deterrent to keep people from drinking and driving. I don't know if you've seen this, but in Prince Edward Island, they have said that anyone who is arrested for DUI will not only be fined and charged and issued a year-long driving suspension, but on top of that, will be forced to listen to Nickelback's third album on their trip to jail. Now, obviously, in Canada, they don't have the same torture laws, apparently, that we do here in the United States. You're referring to the Eighth Amendment, cruel and unusual punishment. And I didn't, I, I don't know, I guess, if Nickelback is officially covered with a, within that amendment. And obviously, we're talking about Canada here. But if you were thinking about drinking and then heading to Canada this uh, winter, uh, just be forewarned that as you ride from the accident or the scene of your arrest to the police station, Nickelback's third album will be blaring. Mm, I'll have a case of you. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm not sure which th- which uh, songs are covered on their third album. Liar. Anybody? Liar. Um, but <clears throat> let's just say apparently it's one. And, and who would know better? Obviously, Nickelback from Canada. So maybe Canadian James can ring in. Mm. Canadian James, could you please tweet at us <laughs> the entire discography of Nickelback and which songs are on their Silver Side Up album? That would be fairly helpful this morning. So a, a tip of the cap as well, not only to Burger King, but the Canadian police as well. We've got a, a round of it happening in Florida that we'll hit for you, and we'll do that next. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So three stories. Woody and I are going to share these with you. They're all true stories, but one of them happened in the troubled state of Florida, the birthplace of everything goofy in this country. And so you spot the Florida story first at 844-4WW-SHOW, and uh, that's how you win. Woody has story number one. Story number one is the tale about a man who saw something 
So he said something. As he was walking down the beach, he thought he had spotted something in the surf, and then it had washed up on the sand, and he's like, oh my gosh, that is a breast implant. Right? Who amongst us hasn't been walking along the beach and gone, breast implant? I don't think I ever have. It's you mixed up with a jellyfish, right? Wow, look out the big brain on Chelsea. He thought it might have been the uh, clue that police had been looking for, perhaps for a drowning or a murder or a missing person, turned it into police where they bagged it and tagged it, and then after a while realized, oh my God, that's a jellyfish, not a breast implant that had washed up on the shore. Was it in Florida where he had carried this jellyfish back to his car, driven to a police station to turn it in as evidence? And they actually bagged it and tagged it. Huh. Well, all right then. Um, Story number two, I don't think we've ever heard one like this before. And that'll be your clue because Woody and Chelsea, I'm going to need your input on this. A woman in this particular town had to call the police because there was a man outside of her house who would not stop doing something. What was that man doing that made this woman decide, I have to call the police? Now, remember, I said, I don't think we've ever heard a story like this. So self-pleasure is out the window. Self-pleasure is not the answer. No Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Great reference to what seems like years ago. No? Uh, Yoga? little downward dog dancing. You would call the police on a man doing yoga outside your house? If he wouldn't stop. If he was naked. If he was naked, you would or wouldn't call Woody? Yep. Okay. <laughs> if I would call me, yes. Uh, none, none of those are correct. I'm surprised you didn't get this. She called the police on the man who would not stop whistling the song Closing Time by Semisonic. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over. This is it here. Closing time. I want to call the cops One already. Now, is it illegal to sing Closing Time by Semisonic? Maybe. It depends on the jurisdiction. But I think the issue here was the repeated singing, or I should say whistling, of ah. the song Closing Time by Semisonic. More irritating to sing it or to whistle it. She apparently told the man, quote, shut up. End quote, <laughs> to which he did not shut up and continued whistling closing time by semisonic. Was he just, We've all been there before, am I right? Was he just loitering outside of her <laughs> her home? Or was there like a park bench maybe right below her window? Like mm. how does that look at me? I'm Chelsea and I'm confused about why a man would be outside <laughs> a woman's home whistling closing time by semisonic. Sorry. Come I'm down smart. off your high horse for crying out loud. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, Chelsea, okay. uh, but apparently he was not moving about enough because she continued to hear it. My question for you is, was it Florida where a woman called the police on a man whistling closing time by Semisonic? Woody, number three. Story number three is about your significant other and whether or not you know that person is a keeper. You know, somebody you want in your life, maybe for the rest of your life. I present to you the 25-year-old woman in story number three and verification that she is, in fact, a keeper. 
Uh, even though she was recently arrested, uh, she had stolen a Magic Mike DVD, some batteries, and a dry hard salami from a Walmart. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's looking for a good time tonight, right? Yeah, well, Magic Mike and a salami. You got yourself a weekend. All right, honey. I'm off to the Walmart to steal a Magic Mike DVD, some batteries, and a dry hard salami. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. She took the items from the front of the store and then tried to immediately walk out the door. She was arrested. She told the police officers she stole the items because, quote, it's hard times, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We actually have some audio of the officer interrogating the woman. Did you have that or no? No. Are you packing baloney or what? Not baloney. Dry and hard. Gotcha. All right. Salami. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler, all three stories actually happened. Which one went down in the troubled state of Florida? Uh, going with three. Story number three. Yeah. Got the Magic Mike DVD. Got the Dry Hard Salami. You've got yourself in St. Augustine, Florida. Enough. And the woman who called the cops on the man who was whistling Closing Time by Semisonic. Forest Grove, Oregon. By the way, when the cops arrived, the man was not there, although they were, quote, able to track him down, maybe by the sounds of his semisonic whistling, because as they found him, he was still whistling closing time by semisonic. He was not arrested, nor was he fined. He was told by the cops to stop whistling semisonic and go home. And apparently when he walked away, he was still whistling. They must have given him a stern warning. And not even in this country, but in uh, the Sunshine Coast of Queensland, Australia, where a blubber jellyfish was mistaken as a breast implant on the sand. According to a couple of researchers at a local college, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The tentacles may have been knocked off by wave action or eaten by a fish, and it does resemble a breast implant. In Australia, where you bag it and you tag it and you go, wait a second, is that a jelly? Yeah, it's a jelly. The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is a huge time of year for a lot of Americans. The shopping time of the year. Mm. Did you happen to catch, Wilcox, Chelsea, did you guys happen to catch the number of dollars spent between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday this year? Like four days? Yeah, basically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I guess you you throw in there Cyber Monday as well. I didn't hear the number, and I always sort of take it with a grain of salt because I don't understand how they collect data like that, so I naturally don't believe it. Two billion. Two billion. Great guess, Chelsea. Uh, A little bit low. $12.8 billion spent in those five days. Just the last. This year, that's up 15%. 
with something like 60% of it taking place on your phone where people are shopping, you know, via mobile device and not even waiting until Cyber Monday. $12.8 billion. I think part of that is that there, it seemed like there was no traditional Black Friday this year where you had to stand in line at 6 a.m. to get a cat leash. You know, you could just, there are all kinds of sales, 50% off this at stores, and you could do it online. I think you're right. And uh, I've come up with a game to help us celebrate this great American tradition. Let's meet our contestants first. Up at first is Andy. Good morning, Andy. Morning. Are you done with your Christmas shopping yet? Um, I still got a little bit left, but, you know, we're pulling them Tar Heels on tonight. All <laughs> oh, right. Are the two related somehow? <laughs> no. He's just, he's just trying to get a shout out for his heels. All right. Okay, that's fair. Brad, are you done with your Christmas shopping at all? Not at all. Not at all. Good, because my game has nothing to do with anything like that. I'm just asking, just be, just to be polite. However, it does have to do with your phone, and I've come up with a brand new game since most people were shopping on their phone. A game that I'm calling "OMG, That's an App" or "No Way, That's Total Crap." Andy, Brad, I'm going to be giving you a uh, description. And a name of an app, you tell me if it really is an app that you can download to your smartphone or something that I have come up with on my own. So you've made up some and there are some actual apps and it's a, which one is it? That is correct. Okay. It's uh, either OMG, that's an app or no way, that's total crap. Okay. That's hence the name of the game. Andy, Brad, you guys are going to be using your name as your buzzer. When you think you know it, shout out your name, and if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets a point. Any questions? No. All right. Let's get down to playing. OMG, that's an app, or no way, that's total crap. All right, we heard you the first time. Hamster Life, a kid's app where you have to raise a hamster on your phone. Andy. Andy. Oh, my God, it's an app. That's true. Nice job, Andy. Raise a hamster on your phone? That's correct. You have to feed it. You have to clean its virtual cage. It's like a Tamagotchi. Uh, Tamaguchi is what you're talking about from the 80s, except the, this one you can buy add-ons, like a little ball where he virtually rolls around the screen on your phone. Huh? Who wants to spend 99 cents on that? That sounds awesome. All right. One for Andy, nothing for Brad. Playing OMG, that's an app, or no way, that's total crap. Hair Clinic. This is an app that claims to regenerate your hair by pumping special frequencies into your follicles. Brad. Brad. That's crap. That's crap. No, that really is an app. I'm sorry. You can download Hair Clinic, and it claims special frequencies as you place your phone next to your head that stimulates follicle growth. Really? Oh. Oh, yeah. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Anybody ever heard of anything like that? No. Okay. And yet it actually exists. I've got two for Andy, nothing for Brad. Does that sound right? That's uh, correct. Playing OMG, that's an app, or no way, that's total crap. Next offering, Baby Communicator. Friend. (laughs) It's an app that uh, (laughs) takes baby talk and translates it into English. Brad. I, I think Brad rang in. That's the app. That is not an app. I'm sorry. That is total crap. Three for Andy. I only had five of these, so put us out of our misery quick. Yeah. 
Would you have gotten SIM stapler, a virtual stapler where you can tap your phone screen and it keeps track of the number of staples you've used throughout the day? Oh, no. That, I guess that's real. That is really Loose an time. Loose time. So pretending to staple things? Yeah. That's what you use your or phone you, for. Or when you really staple something in real life, you mark it on your phone to keep track of your stapling habits. <laughs> That's a no, that's not a real thing. Sim stapler. Yeah, go ahead and download it to your phone today where you touch your screen and it makes the staple sound and then keeps track of how many staples you've used throughout the day. That's what we do. You are a pathetic loser. Instead of working, we download things to our phones or we shop and spend $12.8 billion. Tough break, Brad. We appreciate the effort. Stand by. I believe Cool Beans may be able to hook you up with a parting gift. Congrats on your victory, Andy. The only bad part was you had to be here and talk to Woody. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, if you uh, just joined us, you're going to be kicking yourself because you just missed out on a brand new Woody game. He created a game called Oh My God. I'm sorry. OMG. That's an app or No Way That's Total Crap. And in this particular game, correct me if I'm wrong or feel free to jump in at any point, uh, you would present the name and the description of something. And it was either an actual app that you can put on your phone or it was something that you made up. Now, anybody who's listened to the show for any amount of time realizes that we allow Woody to do games on the show sort of as a... It's like a charity, really, is what it is. It's kind of like Chelsea and I are on some sort of work release program, and (laughs) part of what we have to do is is allow Woody to create games on the show. And so if you've been with us for any amount of time, you know that there's no way, as Patrick says, our European expert, that that was the worst Woody game ever, and he's got ever in all caps. Now, maybe, Patrick, and I know this not to be the case, I'd say maybe you don't listen to the show very often, but I know you do. And I know anybody else who does would realize that that can't be the worst Woody game that he's ever created. I know you're not trying to give me a compliment, but thank you. (laughs) I am not trying to give you a compliment because I would say to anybody who doesn't listen to the show very often, Maybe you don't remember that Woody created a game called Type of Baloney or Driver of the Zamboni, where simply he would say things like, Jeff! That and is, it was either the maker yeah. of a baloney or a guy who drives a Zamboni. That is incorrect. Those are that, the worst. Those, while an interesting titled name are some of the worst Woody games where it's simply nothing is involved and you don't even really understand the question. Right, where you're just throwing out a generic name like Wrinkled as a Prune or National Hockey League Goon to to celebrate (laughs) National Four Prunes Day. Right. You would just throw out the last name of right. and it was either Simpson. It was either an old person <laughs> or a current player in the NHL that's listed as having the highest penalty minutes. Okay, first of all, Chelsea, uh, prunes don't have surnames, so giving out two names probably isn't you know the way to go. Okay, hockey player or prune no, makes no, no. sense. It was an old person of like mediocre fame. All right. What? Let's or move beyond that. NHL you know what? Player. I don't want you to argue too much about that when there's so many others like type of raccoon or movie with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> 
which you did that on was, September the 30th. That was a kick-ass move, a game. <laughs> right. I'm sure it was. <laughs> the, what was the wrinkled raincoat or movie where she had a sore throat? <laughs> Uh, the hell was explain that? Yourself. That was uh, to honor Peter Falk's birthday. P- <laughs> Peter Falk was uh, that's right. Columbo, right? Was and it- you had to identify a porn star or somebody who starred with Peter Falk in one of his right. movies. So like an I mean, extra. So Patrick, I mean, just a few of those should be clear proof that today's game at least required you to think about maybe what an app would do. And again, not trying to defend Woody in any way, shape, or form, but compare that to when in June of this year, Woody created Professional Surfer or Clean and Jerker. That one did me in. (laughs) And that again was one where he just said, Mel! And you had to say whether that was somebody who lifted weights or surfed. That was the whole game. It was somebody Steve! from the, the Olympic weightlifting Doesn't team. Doesn't matter. He was literally put on like a three-month hiatus from that one. Would you prefer I cite One Cheek Sneak or Kanye Shriek? That was a good one as well. Did Where he play? played audio of flatulence or Kanye West's singing. Sort of slowed down to make it sound different. European Patrick has rung in on Twitter. I can't believe I'm going to defend Woody, but those games you're mentioning are to celebrate a day. Oh, Today's come on. game did not. You're drunk. Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe good means something different in Europe, I don't Patrick. Know. I don't know. Maybe we maybe we have a it's, language it's, barrier. That game was bad. <laughs> as in good. So and, when you're saying no. this is his worst, maybe that means something different. I'm right. not sure. So he could have cel- his, if we could be celebrating National Q-Tip Day, and that would have made it better. BS. What about in uh, this was just la- earlier this month when Woody had cookie you'd enjoy as a treat or monster who has some giant meat. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't even understand the title. I know that treat and meat rhyme, and that's pretty much where Woody was coming from, I think, on that one. December 15th is National Q-Tip Safety Awareness Day. Okay, Chelsea, don't not try today. to judge. So I'm just... I, I, what I guess I'm trying to do is if you felt like, oh, my God, I can't believe how bad that game was, put it in context is what I'm we saying. We must follow up, though. That cookie treat or monster with giant meat was types of cookies or male porn actors in honor of Cookie Monster's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it that way, it almost makes sense. See, now you want to play, don't you? In your face. Thank you to Mark, by the way, tweeting at Woody and Wilcox. Shut your mouth, coach. Some of us love Woody games. Right. Thank you, Mark. Well, I'm well, glad the that's... three of you can go to lunch together. <laughs> Wilcox right. and I will pay for it. That's right. We don't have to share it with everybody, right. I think, is the real thing. Stares at the sky and says, gee, that's neat, or makes yummy treats for us to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> I blocked it out. Was that an astronomer and a cookie maker or something? Uh, That was for Carl Sagan's birthday. Rob! (laughs) Jim! So, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, as we move closer and closer to the holidays. Thank it's you. It's a festive family time, and we need to all understand one another. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I think a little later in the show yesterday than where we are right now, we were talking about a device, and Woody had seen it on a commercial because they were running this incessantly during a lot of the football games over the Thanksgiving weekend. Right. And it was a device called Hum, and it's one of these devices, because I think there are several on the market, but this is a brand name, and it's one where you put it on a car, and it can monitor the driving of that car, you can put parameters in it that say, hey, if the car goes over a certain speed, I want to be alerted. If it goes outside of certain parameters geographically, I want to know about that. And those were just a few of the things. But that was initially how Woody brought it up. And he was sort of very angry, saying that this was a, an invasion of privacy and was this example of what, we call, what we call helicopter yeah. parents who are hovering because they figure that you're going to use this device on your kids and you're going to watch how they're driving and so forth and so on. We got a ton of great calls on that yesterday, and there was so much stuff that came in after the fact on social media, whether you were following along on Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, or on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page, because it started as, oh, you're just trying to uh, rule your children's lives. And then folks had all sorts of other interesting uh, answers, including... Uh, a lot of insurance companies will lower your insurance bills if you have one of these devices on the car. That was something I don't think that anybody had thought about. Uh, they also call 911. This device does if you get into an accident. It's sort of a a version like of the OnStar thing that maybe everybody's heard about, but it does other things as well. We'd taken a call yesterday from a uh, a member of law enforcement. I believe he was a sheriff's deputy. Was his name Justin? Yes. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, Justin's call from yesterday. Here's where I'm at, man. I, I can see both sides. You got a kid, you know, and, and there's this line where, you know, you don't want to go ripping through their drawers all the time because that's just going to push them away. And I see what you're saying about I'm, um, totally not for helicopter parenting. I'm totally not for being all over them. But 99.9% of the time, when I pull a kid over, the first thing I ask them as soon as I figure out if they're a kid is to see their insurance. I want to know who's paying for that car. To that end, your parents are going to pay for it. If you're doing 75, 80, 85 miles an hour, I'm calling mom and dad. You know, So there's the financial aspect of, of being able to watch your kids and not have to pay a large fine, an increase in insurance. The flip side of that is I've seen car accidents with teenagers, with kids, and it could have been prevented. Mom and dad could have called and said, hey, slow down. What are you doing? Why are you driving so fast? Or the kid knows they're being monitored. But, you know, the be-all, end-all is is if I'm ultimately responsible financially or otherwise for the action that you're taking and I could have prevented it, you know, you, you can't plan for all things that your kids are going to do stupid. I was a world-class moron when I was a kid. And you became but, a cop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, and, I, and because I was such an idiot, you know, I feel like that gives me an interesting perspective as opposed to, you know, just taking action that's going to cost mom and dad. You know, you can use a little bit more common sense and say, hey, do the things that make sense. You plan for the things that you can prevent. And the things that you can't, you address when it's caught. You're right. You know, your job is to try to get away with things. But my job is, you know, like Chelsea said, ultimately, sometimes I got to protect you against yourself in spite of yourself 
because you don't even begin to understand the consequences of the decisions you're making. Mm-hmm. You don't understand what a car accident at 100 miles an hour looks like. And you cartwheel a car at 90 miles an hour, there's nothing left of it, including you. you know. Mm-hmm. And if that could be prevented by me telling you, hey, if you go over 70 miles an hour, you know, you're bringing the car home. And if you don't, I'm going to find somebody to come and get you and come and get the car. So I can see both sides. I can see that you want to give them a little bit of rope. You want to give them some freedom. But at the same time, you know, I'm ultimately responsible financially and for your safety. And if I could prevent it and I didn't, you know, how horrible would I feel if I'd have known that was available and thought that was a good option and watched you get hurt because of it? You know, I'm the one that's going to sit. I watched my mom sit with my brother in a, in a hospital room for six months Mm. and all he had to do was wear a helmet and it's preventable. Mm. This is something that's preventable and you you could use it. You know, if you feel like it's an invasion of privacy, you got to make that decision. But are you comfortable sitting next to your child for six months in a hospital room after having not made that decision? Because you know, you didn't invade their privacy. That's a really interesting. I'm actually not comfortable sitting this close to Wilcox. Can you come arrest him, Justin? (laughs) (laughs) I've got some trumped up charges I can throw his way. Well said, Justin. Yeah, Justin, you actually sound like a very smart individual. We uh, really appreciate the call, man. Remember when you used to be cool, Justin? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I actually didn't. I never remember that, and I appreciate the fact that I can pull the wool over your eyes and. And you guys think I'm smart. That was just one of many takes. And there were a lot of stuff. Thanks to everybody who chimes in after the show or later on after we're done with the topic on stuff. Wayne had brought up on Facebook yesterday. Hey, doesn't this device open you up to liability now if there's an accident? Because if your accident is because of speed or something that you were doing negligent, now there may be a history on this device of you doing this over the course of time. Does that somehow mean that you are not covered anymore? Well, or, not or covered. I mean, if you're talking about insurance, but what about even if there's a lawsuit or sure. something along mm-hmm. those lines where somebody can say, well, look, he's been doing this for years and it's proven by this device that he's got on his car. 100% they can use it. I think even now, like without the device, you're liable in an accident if you were the cause, if your speeding was the cause of it. Right. But I guess somehow maybe if you can show, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it would do in on top of that. You're right. Obviously, it doesn't, you don't have to show a history. But If the other side can sit there and say, well, look, we're going to subpoena those records and he has a history of this, even if it's something that was minor. Look, he's a problem. Maybe they sue maybe in the terms of license company. and take away your license or something because they can't if you're being sued. You know the history of it shouldn't matter. But if they did that, you see what I'm saying? What if somebody's like, "Well, I'm going to sue your insurance company for insuring you when you have a history of reckless driving"? Mm. And, and that, that was an angle of that whole thing I hadn't thought of. And also, uh, Jr. had rung in. I've got a device like this on my car, and he's actually sent along a screenshot of some of the information that it provides to him. He says that he was warned about, for example, his alternating alternator needing replacing before it died so that it never broke down. Uh, so stuff that has to do with maintenance. Mm-hmm. And then it shows you like a day-by-day readout of your... Uh, Miles per gallon, your gas mileage like a Fitbit. on the vehicle. So yeah, it's like exactly like a Fitbit for your car. Yeah, and just like a Fitbit, after two weeks, you'll ignore all that. <laughs> well, and that's your choice, obviously, right, Fatty? But I mean, <laughs> not everybody attention. has to ignore it. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have a Fitbit? I don't have a Fitbit because uh-huh. I know I'm right. not going to care what it tells right. me. We're not lying about our waist size either. <laughs> that's right, thirty-three inch waist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
what? Now I know why you're against this yeah, thing because it's going to tell the truth about <laughs> things, right. whether it's your car With or your home. It's going to be like, uh, dear officer, he does not have a 33 inch waist. Put it all out there. So thanks again. If you missed that discussion, it went on for quite a while, and there was some actually some really interesting points made about de- devices of this sort. You can find the podcast from yesterday. You can find it on the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. It's also available out there on iTunes. The Woody and Wilcox Show. It's a big day in uh, my house starting tomorrow. December kicks off, of course, the holiday traditions in our house. One of them... That is new to me, and I wanted to ask you, Wilcox and Chelsea, uh, do you guys uh, hide the pickle for Christmas? <laughs> it's, I, been, it's been years. Since you been, <laughs> I'm I, not familiar like, with hiding the pickle. Like that day or like an Advent thing? <clears throat> I, I want to talk about hiding the pickle for Christmas. <laughs> I, I bet you do. I don't have time right here. We got a little bit behind schedule, but it is a new tradition to our family and apparently an old tradition in a lot of families. <laughs> it's all about hide the pickle, and we'll talk about it next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, the holidays are finally here, and I'm not talking about uh, Christmas that started, uh, let's see, July 15th, right? Is that when we saw trees? Uh, I don't think it was quite that long ago. Uh, December 1st in our family is traditionally the time that we really kick things off, right? Lights go up on the house. Presents start happening. Tree happens. And new to me this year, the Christmas pickle is going to be happening. I, I, Raise I, I, your I, I, hand I, I, if you're familiar with the Christmas pickle. I <laughs> because I was not. No, I'm I'm not. Is that like a take on Justin Timberlake's D in a box Christmas pickle? Do you like dress it up or something? Well, you definitely have to hide the pickle, Chelsea. And according to the way it was taught to us. You know, as you're putting decorations on the tree and you're hanging tinsel and those brightly colored balls that you've got, apparently sometime later on this month or into December, you hide deep into the tree a pickle ornament. And then on Christmas morning when the kids come down and they're, you know, getting ready to tear open it and all the presents... The first kid to find the Christmas pickle gets an extra special gift. I'm going to warn you right now, if you Google hide the pickle, <laughs> which I sadly did moments ago, maybe not what you're expecting or maybe what you are expecting. I've never heard of this as a Christmas tradition. No. You've never heard of the no. Christmas pickle. Now, is the idea behind that that you, as mom and dad, hid the pickle? Is that an open thing, or is this? Yes, yeah. You know, Freddie the pickle came down the chimney and in the middle of the night nope. hid himself in the tree. It is no magical creature that okay. is new to to Christmas. This is something that apparently is centuries old and comes to us from Germany, where it's a big thing to hide the pickle on Christmas. Oh, and don't do the image search either. Okay. <laughs> I am guessing it started with a real pickle and the kid got to eat it. Um, according to tradition, the first child to find the pickle ornament uh, was granted a year of good luck. Not a real pickle in the tree. Do we really need one other thing for kids to fight about on Christmas morning? <laughs> yes. Well, there are a ton of great traditions. <laughs> and this one just being introduced, like immediately when somebody explained to us the Christmas pickle 
just those words together, if you say them often enough, Christmas pickle, Christmas pickle, it, it you just you start smiling because you're like, I have no idea what the hell's going on anymore. 844 WW show on your strange holiday traditions and see if there's anything that can match. Or if you are someone who hides the pickle <laughs> this time of year. I would like I would seriously would like to hear that at eight four four. I want for Christmas show. is to hide the pickle. Well, I know that. Speaking of Christmas traditions, I need your take on this and I may value your opinion. You know, Dylan's almost four. He's really into Christmas this year because commercials. Because he's four, right? right? Um, Do I have to do this elf on a damn shelf thing? Spoiler alert. You have no control over the elf on the shelf, Chelsea. It's a magical creature that comes down from the heavens. Well, no, see, I know nothing about it. (laughs) I don't know how it works either. I've never done that. The elf is filled with magic, but you buy the elf at the store. I think most... People. Oh, you do? Oh, so, yeah. You do? I've never understood how that worked because we never did that. You go to you go to a store with the Lucky Land Slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or you'll see, and the, yeah. Dylan will see the elf on the shelf. And then once you bring it home, the magic starts because you give the elf a name. And then he, he flies off to the North Pole every night and reports on the findings to the big man himself. And then, and then, comes and then back what and- happens? I mean, because I don't, I He's, think a lot of people still don't understand what you're talking about. He watches you to make sure that you're behaving well and that you stay on the <coughs> naughty list, or you stay off the naughty list, correct? That is correct. And then, but somehow he reports to Santa and then comes back like in the peanut butter jar one night and then like hanging well, out in the curtains the next night. He's always doing different fun things in the morning. That is correct. You know, after you take the trip to the North Pole, obviously you come back via magic. You're not going to sit in the same spot and see the same things for the next day, Chelsea. That elf needs a different perspective on the overall life of the kid slash kids in the house. Thanks to Shayla, by the way, who says uh, we hide the pickle every year. My fiance's family has done it for years and years. Well, if if you're German, then maybe I get it. <laughs> Thanks to Josh who says, Hey, Freddie the Pickle's my uncle. I find that hard to believe. Well, Cox, how have you never bought an elf on the shelf? Like your kids are just got right through that whole thing. Are they just as oblivious to life as you are? <laughs> I feel like that was an insult Hang somehow. On. I, sure. We have some insight from Redheaded Garrett. Redheaded Garrett. Hey, how's it going? Hey. What's going on, Garrett? Dude, it's been a while since we've talked to you, man. Yeah, it has been. I uh, managed to get a couple minutes out of work to give you all a call. Wow, uh, it was it's important, obviously. Was it pickle or elf-related? Uh, pickle-related. Sweet. What do you got for us? <laughs> uh, well, as far as the whole thing with it uh, coming from Germany, uh, I'm pretty sure that's actually not true. My my wife is German, and our first Christmas together, I had heard something similar as far as a pickle ornament. And I got her a pickle ornament, and she looked at me like I had just given her a wadded-up dirty tissue. Like, what the hell is this? Um, and I, I was like, well, it's the, it's the German tradition with hiding the pickle. I figured we could do it. She's like, I've never heard of that in my entire life. But- and we've done a lot of research into it, and we're pretty sure 
that there was a marriage probably a lot like ours with a German and American who were both uh, very uh, intense on screwing with people, and they came up with this as a way to screw with their American relatives. Oh, I see. This is the theory that Woody and I had when we uh, when we physically were in Alaska, where you could tell anyone from outside the state of Alaska anything, right. and they would believe it, because most people you meet have never been to Alaska, and they think it's a mythical place, mm-hmm. yeah. and so you can tell them that anything happens there, and they'll be like, okay, I buy that. Same thing. That's your same theory. You come back from Germany, and you go, hey, we're going to tell everybody that in Germany we hide the pickle. Let's see how it goes, mm-hmm. and it takes off. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> pickle ornament sales in the United States began in 1880, according well, to the story. So that's a long joke. You know? <laughs> it's a long pickle joke. Yes. A lot of my pickle jokes are long, Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> so, well, that means, Garrett, you had heard about it obviously way before today. When did this first come to your, your attention, and why did you think uh, that it was something that was a thing? Well, it, this was uh, five or six years ago. Um, this was, uh, I guess, almost a year after we started dating. And uh, my mom actually uh, brought it up to me. Uh, I guess she had been looking up German uh, Christmas traditions and told me about it. She said, I think this is something that she'll really like, and I think you should give it a shot, and it'd be really sweet, and da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, okay, yeah, I could definitely use the brownie points. And, um, yeah, no, no, not brownie points. It's actually, they're still making fun of me for it to this day. Congratulations. One, one of many who are making so my fun daughter of marries this dude. He's got red hair and he brings a pickle to the first Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Something about his mom and hiding the pickle. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Not, not, oh. not an image I really needed in my head. No, oh. probably any oh. of us. Your father hides the pickle every ah. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett. Well, we appreciate the insight, man, and glad to hear that the marriage is still working for you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> every every two or three years, we need you to check in. Okay? <laughs> Will do. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Let's grab Jennifer because she's apparently been hiding the pickle for years. <laughs> Jennifer? Good morning. Are you hiding the pickle right now? Uh, yes, we are hiding the pickle. I would be hiding the pickle, but I'm driving. Work, so. <laughs> I've heard of uh, people who do it, but yeah. never mind. You can still do that while driving. We- found um, these little teeny tiny pickle ornaments about three or four years ago and um, put our children's names on them. I have two boys. Mm -hmm. And so our tradition is Christmas Eve, we hide the pickle on the tree and they each have to find their own pickle. And when they do, they get their gifts from mom and dad. So it's usually like a special big gift. So it's kind of a fun tradition because they're getting a little older now. They're eight and 10 and, um, you know, something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. It's fun. I love Christmas traditions. Yes, yes, and, and and it's fun to hide a pickle. I'll have to say, <laughs> bragger, right. you're such a bragger, Jennifer. So I guess because they each have their own, this isn't a contest exactly, or mm-hmm. is it? It is because they want you know they want to be the first one to find their pickle. But no, they, they each have their own. It has their name on it. It's very small. It's like um, the size of like your fingernail, so it's very hard to find. I guess what I imagine in my head is like kids just diving into mm-hmm. the tree and just <laughs> havoc, you know, like yeah. a needle in a haystack, right? Like, yeah. how do they? Yeah. They're tearing apart the tree now. No, no, 
No, they're pretty well behaved. It it, it, it takes them about an hour to find it. So let's just, uh, you know, relax while they're finding the pickle. Wouldn't you love to be an adult overhearing, you know, one of those boys telling his friend, yeah, you know, I had to find this special pickle and it had my name on it. And then and then I got an Xbox and like somebody's like calling the police, right? Child Protective (laughs) Services. It was a great Christmas. I found my brother's pickle first and kept it in my hand for an hour. Right. No, he was so upset, but I was just laughing the whole time. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. All so right. it's a thing. Uh, All right. Well, yep, it is. Maybe I'll you skip. Should try it, Chelsea. Yeah, I will. I'll skip the elf okay. and I'll try the pickle instead. <laughs> yeah. That's a phrase I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Good luck. Well, good luck Thanks, with your Jennifer. pickle, Jennifer. We appreciate Take it. Take care. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way that you can get through. If you've got an odd tradition, I maybe there aren't any more, but I'd love to hear it. The Woody and Wilcox Show. It's that time of the year where the holidays are upon us, and if you haven't been part of the America that spent $12.8 billion in the last five days shopping for people that, frankly, you don't care about and are not going to give you as nice a gift as you got them. I've just been buying things for myself. <laughs> well, you guys Have don't. You? You I've done wife. both. I've done, I've done, I'm sorry. I've done both. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a little bit of shopping and a little bit of, uh, hey, a couple for you, one for me. Well, you and your wife don't buy gifts for each other anyway. Uh, it's not a mandate. Let's put it that way. No. Uh, you one of those people that's struggling to make ends meet always, yeah, sure. especially this time of year, right, Chelsea? Um, have you thought about filing a lawsuit? <laughs> it hadn't occurred to sure. me. Why do you ask? Why hasn't it occurred to you? Can I sue you for something? I feel like I mm-hmm. should be able to. Emotional distress, loss of consort. Yep. I'm causing you not to have relations. Yes. You're the first one that came to my mind. Let's put it that way. I bring it up because a dude has decided to file a lawsuit against the great people at Krispy Kreme Donuts. What? How dare he? You want to take a guess why he's suing Krispy Kreme Donuts? The donuts were not hot and now, or whatever they say, when the sign was on. We're becoming the same person. You were going to say the same yes. thing? Oh. And I was going to say hot and fresh. No, not hot and fresh and not hot, fresh, and now. You see, the way, the way that sign goes on, the words are in a circle, and I feel like nobody, including me, knows what order to read those words. And so a lot of people say hot and now donuts because it says that, but I don't think that's the intention. Sorry to sort of derail you there, but... Hot, fresh donuts now. Right, but it's right. very confusing because it's I've circular. I've never been confused by the Krispy Kreme sign. <laughs> I promise you I'm not the only well, he one. He went to the University of Arizona. God. Simple things can It's hard to read things in circles. Maybe the donuts are not as big mm. as they are purported to be. Great guess, Chelsea. Uh, Maybe nope. he's upset because unlike the people in Central PA who call them donuts... At Krispy Kreme, they do not. They call them donuts, and that bothers him for some reason. Another good guess. Not exactly what I'm looking for. $5 million lawsuit because the donuts do not contain vitamins and minerals. I'm not sure I... uh, They must contain something. Yeah, it's a food. It's going to contain... Well, let me Something. let me fill in. Uh, apparently, he was buying the blueberry and raspberry donuts mm-hmm. at Krispy Kreme and believed them to have the powers of blueberries and raspberries, namely a rich source of vitamin C. This is directly from his, his lawsuit. Rich source of vitamin C, vitamin K, dietary fiber, 
and like raspberries and blueberries, help fight against cancer, heart and circulatory diseases, and age-related decline. Then after eating them and then thinking to himself, wow, this is amazing. I pay a dollar for this and I get the health benefits? What? What? There's no blueberries in here? There's no actual raspberries in here? I'm going to file a $5 million lawsuit. Oh, and I would like a cut of the profits for the last 10 years that you've been selling these donuts. (laughs) What? Wait a second. So the gist of it is he's suing because the blueberry donuts at Krispy Kreme don't actually have blueberries in them? He complains that they were nutritionally inferior to a blueberry. To a blueberry. Right. He wanted the nutritional benefits of blueberries and raspberries, but instead of just eating effing blueberries and raspberries. Well, they're not as good, Chelsea. He decided he could get those in a donut form. Look, Uh, we all want that. We want kale in donut form, right? No, No, I do not. Nobody wants kale. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Who thinks this is, is this real life? Is, it, is this isn't one of those guys in prison who's just filing lawsuits, oh, right? Because no that happens. Nope. He says, had he and other consumers known that the products did not contain premium ingredients, they would not have purchased these items BS. or would have purchased them at a significantly lower price, knowing that you weren't getting, you know, the full nutritional impact of a blueberry. But then to say that you want a piece of the profits for the last 10 years. How do you, how do you come up with that? Well, because he suffered injury and lost money as a result of the deceptive practices of Krispy Kremes. He suffered injury. Can you imagine the shock to the system after you've been pounding down $1 donuts and thought, well, my God, I would have bought it cheaper if I had known that it was just corn syrup in here. They're so delicious. Well, maybe this will turn into a class action. <clears throat> Getting choked up thinking about it. Sorry, it's going to be okay, Chelsea. Chelsea, you I don't know, want you to cry today. People gain weight, but you know, over the holidays. What? Spoiler alert. <laughs> maybe you do. So you know, maybe people are pounding these blueberry donuts, thinking they can have their cake and their nu- nutrients too. Now they're going to find out what it's just a donut, and that's why I've been gaining weight. Dare you, Krispy Kreme. I have loss of consort. Now pay me. I'm with you, Chelsea. I, I, I don't know exactly what he decided to go to the monetary route and the nutritional route, but he could have gone weight gain. Absolutely. I've never met anyone in my life who ate a donut thinking I'm getting premium nutrition. Is that um, high horse? I do it pretty much every day. That's how you maintain your 33 inch mm-hmm. waist. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So if you're thinking, this isn't class action. Not yet. Uh, not yet trying to become class action. So sure. I can't say yet, I had a blueberry donut as well and am not running marathons. I'd like a piece of that hot donut action. <laughs> if I may use that expression. All right. Oh, yeah. Chelsea, did you get that? You know what that I'm saying. That was super in the clear. Hot donut <laughs> action. Thanks to Jay, who says it is called the hot now light. Now, I said hot and now. That's the difference, Jay, is I think people are putting an and in front of the now, and it doesn't make sense. Maybe I think you are doing that. I don't think other people are reading it I feel like I'm one of many, and maybe there'll be a class action lawsuit to follow because Krispy Kreme is leading to the downfall of American grammar.
Thanks to Adolfo tweeting at Woody and Wilcox. My first time ever listening, and it's hilarious. Well, I wish you would listen to our show, Adolfo. <laughs> <laughs> listening to anything or listening to our show? I believe he hit the power off button. <laughs> and now he's laughing hysterically. Because I feel like if this is your first time ever hearing anything, it might be hilarious. Because <laughs> you really don't have a baseline. No, There's I nothing to compare it to. Hearing the show. Mm, well, that's... It's only downhill from here. Yeah. Enjoy that two seconds, and uh, the rest will be a living nightmare for you. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, it's interesting. Uh, If you just joined us, Woody was mentioning that there is a a lawsuit against uh, Krispy Kreme in this case because, and the nutshell of it was, a dude is uh, upset, I guess, (laughs) severely, that the donuts being marketed as blueberry donuts do not literally have blueberry in them. And he was suing for $5 million and uh, wants a piece of the profits for the last 10 years or so. A lot of different folks ringing in, including uh, several sending other links to the stories about this guy. And I hadn't seen all this stuff, and I don't think you mentioned this, Woody, that he believes that the Krispy Kreme people are denying access to cancer, to to anti-cancer drugs, in effect, by not providing blueberries in their donuts. Because blueberries are considered an antioxidant, that by not putting blueberries in their donuts. Do you have that verbatim in front of you, Chelsea? Yes. Um, by providing nutritionally inferior ingredients, I'm using fingers here, could be Krispy Kreme could be helping to kill off its customers. They're recklessly depriving them of superfoods like blueberries that have the potential to limit the development and severity of certain cancers. Hang on a second. So it's an either or. You either have a donut or you can have a blueberry, but you can't have both. Well, you're missing the point. Woody. He's saying that Krispy Kreme is denying well, you access. He's, yes. <laughs> We're like, Don't go over there. Don't go near there. That's fresh fruit. They're recklessly depriving you of that boost in nutrition with your thousand calorie donut. You know. What about the fact that he believed that a donut was a good source of dietary fiber? Why well, didn't it he says just blueberry eat? right on it? The lawsuit explains that blueberries, for example, quote have the potential to limit the development and severity of certain cancers and vascular diseases and neurodegenerative diseases of aging. Right, they do. That's why you should just eat the effing blueberries. But Krispy Kreme is denying that of us because (laughs) I tried to do that, Chelsea, and then I found out there weren't any blueberries. That's what he's saying. What should be the punishment for this guy? Once once he's done trying to extort Krispy Kreme, which is what he's trying to do, right? Like, if I, if I make this big, they'll just settle out of court. Well, I've been looking for him because I want to see what a guy like this looks like. Can't find his picture anywhere. So he must know that he's a big D-bag, right? Mm, I don't not, know. What do you know? Not you're a D-bag. Big... And I can still find your picture. <laughs> I was just going to say, not all big D-bags know they're big D-bags. What? Not that I'm staring at one. Why are right you now, looking? But... Why are you looking at me when you said that? <laughs> does this have any legs? And by the way, it does say that he's trying to make this a class action, like get some other people who believed that they or, were eating health food, or just want the two dollar revenue from from Krispy Kreme. It says that they haven't commented. So does it have legs? I don't know. I can't imagine that it does. But Krispy Kreme hasn't hasn't rung in yet. Well, part of it is that he's accusing Krispy Kreme of subterfuge. 
basically slyly cutting corners because not every ingredient it uses is fake. The apple, cinnamon, and lemon and strawberry-filled donuts have real premium ingredients, like legit fruit. So he feels like he's being deceived because if the lemon's real, then I thought the blueberry would be real and it would help me fight cancer. And you, Krispy Kreme, have pulled the wool over my eyes. Was he eating them or was he doing something else with them? Like putting them straight in his colon? <laughs> well, I'm asking whatever if he's confused. It still tastes great, by the way. Well, no, but he's using it as a as a drug, right. as some sort of salve or an ointment. I believe he... By rubbing a donut on wherever he fears he may be vulnerable to cancer. Prostate, perhaps. Skin. I like It's not donuts. easy to get donut on your prostate. Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> I think it's easier than you think. Especially, <laughs> especially when they've got that hole in the middle. Yeah, just, <laughs> slips around your finger. You know. A guy who just won't eat you know, blueberries out of the carton for the nutritional benefits and instead is going to sue Krispy Kreme is, you know, he can do anything. Capable of anything. I think Mike has summed up uh, the big D-bag theory, Chelsea. He says... It's kind of like Woody, who is that kid in class who's older than everybody else and thinks he's cooler, but is too stupid to realize why he's the oldest kid in class. What does that mean? Right. I don't know if that has any bearing per se on I, the dude suing uh, Krispy Kreme, like, but it well, is a good analysis of Woody. I'm bigger than you. I'm going to be a bully. Well, it's because you're 14 and in the sixth grade, right? <laughs> or second grade, I think, more okay. in the Woody's Oh, wait, you case. are 14. No? Okay. <coughs> You guys are talking, but I don't understand what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's All hungry right, well, for a donut right I now? I am, actually. If you're rubbing donut on your prostate, 844-4WW-SHOW <laughs> is the way that you can get through. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Not too long, we're going to uh, dive into another round of It Happened in Florida. And occasionally, when we get more information on one of those three crazy stories that uh, we bring to you in It Happened in Florida, we'd like to... Give you that information. You remember a while back we had the story, not in Florida, but actually in Canada, about the guy who smuggled $165,000 worth of gold via the Bombay doors from his workplace? I'm sorry? He smuggled $165,000 worth of gold via his rectum. Oh, I thought he actually had Bombay doors in his workplace. (laughs) He works in an old B-52 bomber. <laughs> is that what it is, Chelsea? They're made out of gold. I do not remember a man smuggling nearly $200,000 worth of gold in his rectum. Yeah. He uh, he worked at a gold place where they buy the gold and then, you know, like you can sell them your old chains and stuff like that. And his job was to purify the gold. I think he was doing it wrong. <laughs> right. That seems to be the opposite mm-hmm. of purifying the gold. Well, uh, what would happen was he would melt down a bunch of gold, and then he would have to skim off the stuff that wasn't gold, then cool the gold down into a what they called a puck of gold. It's puck with a P. That's right. Test it for its purity, and once it was 99.5% pure, set it aside and you know the company would then do what it does with that gold remanufacture it into jewelry and stuff like that instead this guy and in his locker at work he admits it was a bad idea to bring in rubber gloves and vaseline he would take the puck lube it up and then <laughs> while there were uh, security cameras at his work site, where he was purifying the gold, 
the company said there were no security cameras in the locker room when he was doing the hiding. He was smart about it with the gloves and the Vaseline. He didn't just, you know, go bareback. We got that in the clear, by the way. You may want to write that one down. So, maybe it's not the exact. So, in your mind, somebody who has Vaseline and gloves is smart. Was that what you said? Planful. Oh, okay. By the way, he admitted to taking these to a different gold buyer and selling them there. I mean, the worst thing to come out of this is there's somebody right now wearing this man's butt gold, right? Maybe with a gold tooth that's been crafted out of one of those. (laughs) I'm guessing they cleaned it first. I'm going to go back to the dentist. My breath has been horrible since I got this gold tooth. (laughs) Maybe a little cross with Jesus. Straight from the... How many many pox... Are we talking about to equal that much money in gold? Do we have any idea? 22. Well, how big are they? Puck shaped. Puck sized? Air hockey? Not at one time, right? Uh, No. No. Because he ought to be traveling with the circus if that's the case. No. Be like a clown car. You pay a dollar to go in that tent. So, like, coach. No, you, I wouldn't. That's a circus. That's more of a. You guys got to go see that's the like bearded a, lady. That's more nah. like a state fair like thing, right? Where you there's a tent and you pay an extra dollar on top of your admission Do to you see s- the guy to see the puck go in or come out. Yep, right. <laughs> like a dinner, like a coaster size. I assume like a hockey puck when you say uh, puck. Right, two two hundred and sixty four grams. How many pounds is that? That's like the uh, if you ever go to a hockey game and in between periods they put that little board in front they put the board in front of the goal and then there's just the small opening and you have to from half ice get it that in that seems hole. a little over half a pound per puck. Justin. I'm not as con- I'm not concerned about the weight as the shape. We got that too. <laughs> weight. What, what right? shape would you prefer? <laughs> not Don't a circle. Answer that. <laughs> Not, so you're thinking more angular? <laughs> thinking more of a cylinder, just All based right. on, you know, you match up enough. the shape. That's plenty. No more needed. You're the one that wanted to see it in a side You're the show. one that said that it was going to be a gold tooth. I think we all understand aerodynamics. It's fine. If you have brought uh, Vaseline and latex gloves to work. So what was the update again? Uh, he has pleaded guilty and says it was a bad idea. Okay. Is there a way for us to track the gold in our teeth back to this man's backside? What? Are you... I don't know. Just no. Seems like if there's a joke there somewhere, yeah. but I don't want you to come up with if it. If you think the gold has been besmirched, is there a number we can call? No. Okay. This is in Canada. At least he didn't try the that's not mine trick, which is most times when a criminal gets caught with contraband. I don't know how it got in there. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just right, sat you down. Know, they've got weed in your pants or whatever. Oh, it's not. Those aren't my pants. Right. You can't. First of all, you can't claim it's not your rectum. That's, I mean, that's just, you can't do that. my roommate's right. (laughs) (laughs) So that's out. And then it would just be impossible for that to happen 
by accident. I actually borrowed this rectum from a friend. Right. He can't claim I was doing my job when I accidentally sat, sat. down on one of them and yeah. it was enveloped. That didn't happen. Well, that's good to know. That's good. Uh, good follow up. So mm-hmm. if you're wearing grills right now, <laughs> you may want to only wear one at a time. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's you the can name. Really top grills, and the bottom. Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, the... So there may be an issue. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Three stories coming your way here as part of what we lovingly call It Happened in Florida. Woody and I are going to share these stories with you. And the gist of it is they're all true, but one of them happened in the troubled state of Florida. I will tell you up front, none of these stories has anything to do with a man smuggling gold in his backside. Mm. Uh, But if one of those stories does pop up again... We certainly will be the first to let you know. Thanks, by the way, to those of you who rang in on that discussion of the man who was smuggling gold uh, in the backside, uh, including uh, the one-legged chicken who tweeted at us, at Woody and Wilcox. Good thing that gold was pure. It would have sucked if the rectum turned green. Right. 100% with you on that. Rectum darn near killed him. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody is going to start us off. He's got story number one. Chelsea, you've been in some crazy relationships before, you know, fishing mattresses out of dumpsters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Ever let uh, one of your old boyfriends drink your blood? It's what a 19-year-old Missouri Probably. woman said. Did you just say the state? I did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Nobody heard you except all of us. I, I didn't hear it. <laughs> you didn't uh, hear it. She pled not guilty to charges of first-degree assault. Apparently what happened was they did a bit of bosun, and the boyfriend's like, hey, really want to drink your blood. Is it okay if I cut your arm with a box cutter and let me drink your blood? I think that's happened to me. Really? Mm-hmm. The two argued, and then she stabbed the boyfriend in the shoulder with the box cutter before writing, I'm sorry, inside a heart on the wall with her own blood. Didn't go that far. She told the investigators that she has the potential to become a serial killer. Was it in Florida? Probably not since I gave you the state. <laughs> <laughs> but you only said like a third of the state name. So right, and it it's... didn't start with F. <laughs> <laughs> so it may be a 50-50 opportunity for I'm you I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> One of the key tenets to reading stories about it happened in Florida are not saying what state the story happened in, just for mm-hmm. future reference. Those in glass houses. I know we've just started this bit, so it hasn't uh, really sunk in yet. Story number two, the man was arrested for, quote, menacing his neighbor. Mm-hmm. Menacing his neighbor. And that's something we've talked about. We've taken your calls on this over the course of time. The odd things that happen between you and a neighbor. All sorts of stuff, right? Playing loud music at him. That's always a biggie. Coming um, semi-sonics closing time. Whistling it. Right. Oh, whistling. <laughs> if you missed that earlier, uh, <laughs> there's a story about a woman who called the police on a man because he wouldn't stop whistling closing time by semi-sonic. That's not what happened here. I'm actually not looking for the reason for the argument. I'm looking for what police say the man pelted his neighbor's house with. Ho-hos. So in other words, they get mad at one another, and he's like, well, I'm going to show this guy. And he starts pelting his neighbor's house with blank. It is not ho-hos, Chelsea. Anybody else have a guess? Pelting his house with... Hard bread. Hard bread <laughs> is a bad answer. Dog food. So. Dog food is a still a bad... I mean, what? What? eggs would be a, a first guess. Oh. Tomatoes I, I or toilet something. Toilet paper. Toilet, you don't pelt somebody with toilet Maybe. paper, I don't think. <laughs> 
That's a bad answer. Okay, I'm gonna fill in the beaver blank. Beaver pelts. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna go down those. Is this the first time you've eaten beaver? Did you say beaver pelts? <laughs> you said pelted. This is my first beaver. My old okay. shoes. Slow down. It has nothing to do with a beaver uh, or anything. It's not even an animal, uh, although it is a plant. The man in story number two, according to authorities, was pelting his neighbor's house with potted plants. So he was throwing potted plants or launching them via trebuchet or something like that? I don't know. I'm sorry. Launching them what? With a trebuchet or a catapult? (laughs) Trebuchet. Wow. Do you know what that is? It's a medieval hurling device. (laughs) A medieval hurling device. I've been to the Renaissance Festival. (laughs) Huzzah. (laughs) He screamed as he pelted his neighbor's house. With potted plants? <laughs> no. He was using the old school method, arm and hand. <laughs> but he's got to be pretty strong. Is he a florist? I don't know. Why the potted plants? That's uh, for you to decide. And whether it happened in Florida or not. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody has the third and final. Third and final story finally has to do with some good news, and the headline is where it's at. Stolen mini monkeys recovering after harrowing heist. (laughs) That was two sets of alliteration in there. Nice job, the M's and the H's. Yeah. Been a wild ride for a trio of little monkeys from this particular zoo, although they are all safely back home together. Um, The uh, family... Of the pygmy marmosets, Gomez, Sophia, and the yet-to-be-named four-week-old newborns were missing by uh, found missing by the zookeepers and assumed stolen. And they were right. Two brothers, uh, Jesse and Jackson George, were found driving by police officers with the monkeys in their car. <laughs> This isn't an inhabited in Florida story. This is a Dora the Explorer episode. It definitely sounds like that. Good news is the police recovered the monkeys and they were returned to the zoo. And what state did this happen in, Woody? You'll have to guess. Oh, yeah. Eight four four. You passed the test. I want to see if you'd inadvertently blurt it out again. Almost answered it. Right, Robert. All three stories actually happened. The first one went down in Missouri. <laughs> you didn't have to give it away. You I only said, said it the I first time. It. Which one do you think went down uh, in Florida? I'm gonna say. Let's say story number three. Story number three. Ah! You had a 50 uh, 50 shot and you screwed up. No, not even in this country. Australia is where the little monkeys were stolen from the zoo, but the good news is the mini monkeys are back at home. and After their harrowing heist. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Huzzah. (laughs) It's an H. Dakota, you have one left. (laughs) Well, let's say story number two, then. Yeah. That is correct. That's right. The man was uh, pelting his neighbor's home with potted plants in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. One of them had a gun. And uh, as they always say, (laughs) don't bring a potted plant to a gunfight. Wait a second. A potted plant had a gun? One of the men had a gun in this situation. Why didn't he just shoot it? (laughs) Well, Chelsea, it's not that easy. Have you ever been in a potted plant fight? Have you ever been to Florida? <laughs> I have, sadly, <laughs> yes. Many uh, times. And like I said, Springfield, Missouri is where the 19-year-old Missouri woman allowed her boyfriend to cut her and drink her blood. 
The Woody and Wilcox Show. I love this time of year. There's so many great traditions, and one of them seems to be government-related. This is the time of year where certain laws are about to come off the books, and certain new laws uh, theoretically either replace them or come on the books for the first time. I actually have a quiz of some of the laws that people wanted to remove from the uh, from the legislature and the uh, the rule book there in different states, but failed this year. And all of these are sex related rules. I've developed a little quiz. You're saying like, rules, but you mean laws? Yeah, sex laws, like S- Beck would say. <laughs> okay. And that famous song called "Sex Laws." Okay. I'm going to quiz you, Wilcox, quiz you, Chelsea. I'm going to give you part of the sex law. You tell me which state it came from. The first one's really easy. I'm going to I'm going to try and quiz you on this. I'm going to try and figure this out. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm ready whenever you are. It's, a, it's more of a fill in the blank type of thing. Okay. Okay. So you tell me which state. First one's super easy. Moose are not allowed to blank on the city streets. Now, what am I telling you? Uh, fill in, in the, the blank. blank. Moose are not allowed to. This is from, to... obviously, Alaska. I, I screwed this up. But Never you, mind. But you said it's sex-related? It is. Okay, moose are not allowed to mate on the city streets. Check out the big brain on Chelsea. In Alaska, moose are not allowed to have sex on city streets. All right, well, all right, you're warming us up because yeah. that you, seems like an obvious one. Now, that's cont- just that's just with other moose or people or both. We don't know. I'm it's, sorry, bull. <laughs> it doesn't bull. say. You can't. I don't know how you notify the moose of that. How do you okay. control a moose? Like, don't they just do their own thing? Very carefully. Yes. Okay, are these all animal sex related? Or No. Okay. But the next one is, so thank you for leading me into that. In California, blank are not allowed to have sex without a permit. Dolphins. Dolphins is incorrect. So are you saying this is animal related or not? It is, yes. Dogs. Can't give it to you. Cats and dogs are not allowed to have sex without a permit. With each other? Doesn't say. That's just the that's the law on the books. These are real laws on the books that people are trying to get rid of or just some funny website. And you, you said unsuccessfully? So, in other words, somebody argued that that should remain on the books? That Sadly, yes. Somebody argues, like, look, we need these laws in place. In the great state of Iowa, a married man is not allowed to what while lying in bed with his wife while holding or while holding her in his arms? Think is, of another woman. Is not allowed to blank. While lying with his wife in bed or holding her in his arms. Make references to the TV show Becker. <laughs> no. Watch Becker would have been a better go with that one. Watch sports. He's not allowed to watch sports while lying in bed with his wife. Right. No. He's not allowed to take more than three gulps of beer or he's breaking the law in the state of Iowa. What if he gets up? In between. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. In Minnesota, a man is not allowed to make love to his wife if he has done what? Just prior to the lovemaking session. Eating fish. Smuggled uh, $200,000 worth of gold in his rectum. Chelsea is right. In Minnesota, it is illegal to make love to your wife with the smell of garlic, onions, or sardines on your breath. Nope. Wow. Yes. Not buying wow. it. 
I was thinking more the hands, but yeah. If his wife requests, the law requires the man to brush his teeth. Fish don't have hands, Chelsea. <laughs> In, Again, uh, if you're just joining us, <laughs> apparently. These are real sex these laws. These are legitimate laws on the books that will not come off the books at the end of this year, even though somebody thought they should. In Montana. A woman cannot dance on a table in a saloon or bar unless she is what? Drunk. Hot. <laughs> Sadly, uh, neither of those. Bearded. Wearing, wearing <laughs> shoes. Bearded. No. Barefoot. Name no. Steve. No. Well, has a partner. In Montana, a woman cannot dance on a table in a saloon or bar unless she has on at least three pounds, two ounces of clothing. <laughs> measured in weight? <laughs> yes. Her clothing is measured in weight. Yes. So it could just be a really heavy pair of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I got that clean. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure I will. A really heavy pair of underwear. Right. Or just clogs. <laughs> I don't know if shoes count. In the great state of Kentucky, females are not allowed to blank on a highway unless you're escorted by at least two officers or she is armed with a club. <laughs> pee. You're not allowed to pee on the highway, <laughs> Chelsea? Drive. Drive? <laughs> Come on, these are... No. people. No, you're not allowed to wear a bathing suit on the highway, ladies, in Kentucky, unless you are escorted by at least two officers or you are armed with a club. I feel like I've been naked on the highway in Kentucky. Is that okay? As long as your bluegrass isn't showing. <laughs> That's geography humor right there, my uh, okay. friend. See, because it's the bluegrass I'm gonna, state. Okay. I'm going to allow that oh, one. That's, some That's music. comedy. All right. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. That's all I had. Sadly, these sex laws still in effect. Please clap. Got some loose time, maybe contact your congressman. And if anybody from Montana can tell me why you measure your clothing in weight, <laughs> or if you have a really heavy pair of underwear. <laughs> Got your heavy pants on, because you're going to be doing some dancing tonight, girl. The Woody and Wilcox Show. When you tune into the Woody and Wilcox Show, you expect certain things, right? Wilcox is going to be the old guy, the curmudgeon over there. <laughs> Get off my lawn, you youngsters. I'm waiting for the mail. I don't, I don't believe that's accurate. I can't wait for my AARP magazine to show up. <laughs> it's not accurate either. Liberty flu. Okay, I'm three years older than you. Chelsea will be over there on her high horse. Now that's accurate. That's not accurate. Preaching some sort of new age hand cream or something like that. <laughs> this is for the children and we need to protect them. <laughs> Right. All right. Make them great. And everybody knows when they tune into the Woody and Wilcox that I'm the cool, young, hip guy who's got his <laughs> finger on the pulse of what's happening in the yeah, world. Okay, your finger on something, but it's not the pulse of what's happening. You're really just the guy who lies and says he has a 33-inch mm-hmm. waist and says both a lot. Mm-hmm. I do have a 33-inch waist, and you know it. What's your point? Uh, the point is that I have, again, kept my finger on the pulse of what's happening. And remember a few weeks ago... We were the first and the only people to talk about the turtle who was making sweet turtle love. And it sounded like he was saying, wow, constantly when he was uh, in the middle of turtle coitus. How could I forget? And that, of course, uh, led to um, somebody remixing that particular tortoise. Saying wow 
with every time Owen Wilson said wow in one of his movies? Wow. 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 I do remember that as well, and I imagine that it would somewhat be what it was like if Owen Wilson had relations with a turtle. But again, these are things that we uh, already know. Well, the latest, by the way, is up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. And again, it's a giant tortoise. And again, they're in the middle of passionate tortoise lovemaking. However, the sound that the tortoise makes this time is not wow. It, uh, um, uh, just listen for yourself. The echo that you hear is because the family that is filming this is inside an enclosure and the turtles are right on the other side so that the, you know, the plexiglass is making that echoing sound effect as the turtle gets him a little bit of turtle loving. That's the sound I make when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> wasn't a turtle murder happening. What? I, well, take a look at the video. It's I up won't. on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page yourself, Chelsea. You is, can see that there's no murder happening. So, it, what I mean, what am I missing? There's a trend that's developed now where people are filming turtles having relations. Yes. That's, I mean, when you a, say it out loud. Or is this just a coincidence? Or are there people who, that they're out there searching? For turtles making odd noises during sex. I think it's one of those things where it's a shooting star, right? And if you're lucky enough to happen upon them, you, number one, make a wish. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) you you whip out your cell phone and you begin videotaping, hoping that you'll (laughs) catch some sort of sound. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Cool, right? I just... Chelsea? I don't like it. As this is going to be a, a new female text. of a different species. Does that sound do anything for you? No, it does not. <laughs> wow. No. It sounds so it doesn't like a, cross species. It sounds like an old man dying. Right. I, that was Abe Vigoda's last words. Right. <laughs> I think when my boy, the zombie kid, said, I like turtles. <laughs> He was not referring wow. to this. That's exactly what he This is why he, was... he likes turtles, Chelsea. Isn't it obvious? Mm. Wow. I huh. like turtles and the sounds they make while lovemaking. Yeah, uh-huh. Cool, right? Well, um, by the way, tweet it out as well so that uh, I'm sure there's no one else uh, at all talking about this turtle thing. No. And you can mark this date down as the day that Woody compared turtles having sex to a shooting star. <laughs> Surprised you didn't go with Halley's Comet on that one. It's pronounced Halley's Comet. <laughs> I believe it's been changed to Halley's at some point, but I can't prove that. So uh, that's good stuff, man. No, well, it's, it's true. Not. That's just not, sorry, just it's like not, the that's comet. Not. That's awful. This turtle, this turtle right. comes once every 86 years. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> All right, stop it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we don't need, we need almost, the sounds of me almost. and a turtle making love. Stop it. Seriously. <laughs> Not necessary. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
not wanted. Right. You're a little meaty. Not All enriching right. anyone's That's... life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've had enough. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So the question of what was learned today on the Woody and Wilcox Show rears its ugly head again. Nothing. That's not true. We did learn that the incorrect way that Woody pronounces the word both is actually defined on Urban Dictionary. Both are okay. I'd like to give credit to the uh, person who pointed this out to me, but I am not smart enough or have a good enough memory. The word both, both, B-O-L-T-H, defined on Urban Dictionary and has been there for six years, it says. Defined, uh, defined as the way an a-hole pronounces the word both. I'm not making that up. So We live in a good country, don't we? <laughs> we learned that the guys in Napoleon Dynamite are now trying to sell you tater tots from Burger King. That's a thing. Napoleon and oh yeah, that's his buddy Pedro doing Burger King commercials now for tater tots that they've got there. Cheesy tots. We learned that if you get pulled over for a DUI in Canada, they're going to make you listen to Nickelback songs Don't. as a punishment, Don't. according to the cops on Prince Edward Island. We learned that turtle sex videotaping is now a thing. That's right, I said taping. We all knew about the wow, the old wow thing, but now there's a whole new thing. And Woody was nice enough to share that with us. Right. Stop it. That's enough. All right, that's good. Uh, if you're really bored and have a lot of what Chelsea calls loose time, that video is up on the uh, Woody Wilcox Facebook page, and also we tweeted it out. Woody created a new game today. I believe it was called OMG, That's an App, or No, That's Total Crap. It was a long discussion about whether it was the worst of Woody's games ever, and I think the consensus, at least here, was not even close. And we actually had a long discussion that included the game, the names of various past Woody games. Thank you. Maybe worth your while. The podcast will be your place for that later today. We learned that a lot of people are hiding the pickle around Christmas time. <laughs> Didn't yep. know that was a thing. Talked to a couple of women who called in who like to hide the pickle at Christmas. We found out that a dude wants $5 million from Krispy Kreme. Oh, and a piece of their future profits. Because as he said, uh, Krispy Kreme is depriving the people of our country of a superfood. He believed that their blueberry donuts might cure cancer until he found out that there were no actual blueberries in them. And that's why he's suing Krispy Kreme. Apparently, he'd been applying them to his prostate for years, and they hadn't done anything for him, and he was none too pleased. (laughs) We learned that after a man had smuggled nearly $200,000 worth of gold in his rectum, he has pled guilty. And among other things, if you've had a gold tooth put in in the last year or so, and you've had a breath issue, all right, there may be an explanation. And ladies, we learned that if you're going to do some dancing in Montana, bring your heavy pants. Uh, anything else you missed, you'll find it there on the podcast. Look for the Woody Wilcox channel on iHeartRadio. You can find it on iTunes as well. Intern Dave, is there anything that you think you might want to add uh, to the show today, by any chance? People call me K-Rod. There's no way I'd want them to call no, me Frankie. You're right. <laughs> K-Rod is a great nickname. You should try oral. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that clip. 
You should try oral. Why haven't we? Oh. What? That's Oral Hershizer. Right. Hershizer! You should try oral. It's O-R-E-L, I believe. Right, that totally changes it. <laughs> that's how that's spelled. <laughs> See, if you think going through life with K-Rod as a nickname is tough, Chelsea, you should try oral. I was looking for intern Dave, though. Man, we got to bring that clip back. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna be playing that way too much. Mm-hmm. Dave! Uh, another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... Uh, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very, ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.